Over the past few weeks, we've had an opportunity to hear some different things that God is doing in, in different parts of the world. You know that our vision statement at Grace Assembly is locally to globally pursuing every heart with the love of Christ. In other words, there's nobody that we exclude from being able to be reached by the grace of God or the love of Jesus Christ. And two weeks ago, I had a chance to sit here and interview a young couple that was getting ready to leave for Columbia uh, to become missionaries there. And we were talking about, as, as a church, how they become our hands extended to places that we will never go. And, and so they become Grace Assembly to parts of Columbia that we won't get to go. And so that was kind of representing the global reach that God has given our church. We also have ministries that are vital and very important that take place here locally. One of them is called Youth and Teen, or Adult and Teen Challenge. How many have ever heard of Teen Challenge? Many of you have. Many of you have. Recently, there's been a name change, and, and, and a Teen and Adult Challenge, they decided to make it a description of what is actually taking place. Uh, within the ministry, and uh, we have the opportunity of supporting this ministry, and today we're going to hear some testimonies about how God has used this ministry to see things transformed in the lives of different individuals, and so would you give a Grace Assembly welcome this morning to Dave Pilch, the director of Teen Challenges. Thanks, Pastor Doug. Um, we love Grace Assembly. We love being here. We love to worship here. Uh, one of my uh, earliest uh, remembrances of working with Teen Challenge, we used to bring the guys here. It was one of the uh, prim primary Pentecostal churches back in the 70s. There wasn't very many Pentecostal churches, so we used to come here. Uh, Lin thanks, Linda. And, yeah. So, um, but we, uh, the guys loved uh, worship. And they still do. I was watching them this morning. They're still, they enter in. Oh, that's exciting to see God work in someone's life. And good to see uh, former Pastor Wynn here. We used to go to your church in Nedrow. Pastor Wynn, thank you. Amen. And um, so we just feel so blessed being a part of the community and having the community a part of us. And um, looking back just at my life, I see how God has had his hand on my life. Um, no question about it. I was. I grew up right near here, off Glenwood Ave. Um, I uh, used to. I went to St. Anne's School. I was in the first year it opened, 1960. It was in first grade, and we were the first class to graduate the whole school in eighth grade. That was 50 years ago, 1968. 50 years ago. All right. So uh, these are my roots in this area. Even my mother, who turned 90 this year. Uh, she still goes there, but they were talking of closing the church at one time, and she said, David, if they ever close that church, I'm going to go to Grace Assembly. <laughs> so, you know, so even, even my mom, you know, uh, over the years has connected with the church through, through our testimony. And um, so after St. Anne's, I went to CBA, was in CBA, I read the book, The Cross and the Switchblade. I saw it in our library. Pat Boone's, it was the movie edition. I couldn't, my parents wouldn't let me see the movie, so I always remembered this is the movie I got to see uh, uh, because there was no rating system and they showed people shooting drugs and I, was, I grew up in a sheltered home, what can I say? Uh, and, but God used everything. And um, uh, so I read the book, it was my junior year. Um, 
I, I knew I, something was missing in my life. Even though we watched Billy Graham, we, as good Catholics, we watched Billy Graham all the time. We loved Billy Graham. My mom even sent in the coupon to get her name written in the Lamb's Book of Life or something. I don't know. So, you know, so, um, but I mean, we, we grew up knowing that God was real. He was for us, not against us. We just needed to take another step. And uh, finally, after graduating, went to OCC. I took the next step because David Wilkerson in his book always talked about the Bible, and I was illiterate when it came to the Bible, so I started going to the Bible study at OCC. And who do I meet but Rick Palmas, Sister Palmas' uh, son, and he's a walking Bible. I mean, the guy knew everything. He, he knew all the answers, and, and it was great um, connecting with, with them at that time. So, I mean, God, I mean, look at my life. It's just like God every, leading me every step. And so the next step was go to Bible school. I heard about Christ for the Nations. I went to um, Dallas, Texas. I went to school there. When I, when I finished there, um, I came back to Syracuse, and I said, okay, God, what's next? And so I started praying and, and seeking God for direction, and I started volunteering at Teen Challenge. And um, we, uh, God just ordered my steps through the whole thing, and um, just, just a beautiful uh, how God has worked. So um, here we are uh, all these years later, uh, going strong. Um, We've uh, been under Teen Challenge Training Center for 36 years, and last year they said, you know, they started talking with Long Island. They said the New York Center should be together, so uh, Pennsylvania centers are together, so uh, Buffalo, Syracuse, Albany, Brooklyn, and Long Island were all together in New York Adult and Teen Challenge. My shirt, New York Adult, New York has it on here, so uh, but guys, I want you to come up and join me this morning. So um, maybe maybe we should go on the floor. What do you think? Let's let's just come right on the floor here, um, and let's see see if we can go from from this corner to this corner. Do you think we can do that? Come on, come on down this way. Start start here, all right? And let's see if um, if we can all fit here. <clears throat> Pretty good. If you can't, then, you, then you'll have to step up higher. So that, that'll work. That'll make everyone. All right, John, let me, so um, we're just going to go along uh, and, and have them share. So, John, when, when you came into Teen Challenge, it was, it was your pastor that was talking to you about it. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, my name is John from Rochester, New York. Um, I had 18 years of sobriety. I was on staff at my church and uh, kind of went back to my old ways. So let's just say it was a difficult decision to make, but I made it to Syracuse Teen Challenge, and I thank God for the program and for what he's been doing in my life because I believe I'm alive today because of it. I appreciate it. Praise God. Amen. Amen. We have everyone say their name and then where they're from, too, and how long they've been in Teen Challenge. Um, I'm Andrew. And I'm from Lancaster, PA, and I've been three months. And, and what's interesting with Andrew is that he already graduated Teen Challenge, but we have what we call a restoration program. Uh, if you start to have a problem, you don't have to wait till you hit bottom. You can come in and get restored. 
Isn't that the gospel? I mean, that's, you know, so, so Andrew's in our, in our restoration program, right? Yes. And uh, how's that going? It's going quite well. Um, the whole reason, like, why I'm up here is because, like, I got disconnected from God. And while I'm here, I've really just got my relationship back, which has made all the difference. Isn't it the most important thing is that we got to have relationship with God, you know? Um, the verse out of Revelations that they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. And it occurred to me a few years ago as I was meditating on that. Our first testimony is that we believe. It's, that's our testimony is that we accept Jesus, you know, as who he said he was. And we, and we worship him and follow him. And that's the most important testimony because that's where his blood cleanses us from all unrighteousness. Hallelujah. That's how we activate it. Amen. Hey, Thomas. Hey, all right. Uh, my name is Thomas. I'm from Los Angeles. Uh, I've been in the program for two months. Um, before I came here, uh, I was living in sin, addiction for 15 years, told, told darkness, and just I had no direction in my life. Um, my wife found Teen Challenge for me. My family's been praying for me, and since I've been here, my whole life has changed. Um, I'm no longer running from, from myself or from, from God. Uh, I'm running towards him, and uh, I'm, I'm embracing the love that, that Teen Challenge has been giving me and God has given me, so thank you. Amen. No, amen. One of the things we like to do in the testimonies is end with a Bible verse, and you'd be surprised. I mean, that'll minister to you just hearing the word of God because there's so many guys, not necessarily your favorite verse or one you memorized or one you want to share. Can, can you, are you prepared? Yeah. Um, Exodus 4.14, it says, uh, I, am, I am God, and uh, I will fight for you. All you need to do is be still. Wow. Praise God. What a great verse. Amen. Praise Joel. Hey, my name is Joel from Central Pennsylvania. Uh, I've been in Teen Challenge now for uh, two months. Here, I'll have you step up. That yeah. way, uh, how's that? All right, so been uh, here for how long? two months now. I came in June 13th, and about a month before I came in, I became homeless. Uh, my mom had, uh, she kept showing up at work and uh, was real persistent with me and trying to get me into Teen Challenge, and I came up with every excuse I could think of to try to avoid the opportunity. I say opportunity because now I see that it was as an opportunity to save my life, you know. I got two kids back home. Um, I lived a life of evil, you know, for the longest time. Um, I've been through about five rehabs since I was age 13. I struggled with addiction. I realize now that it's not just addiction that I was struggling with. It was just not living my life to try to please God. And uh, I see that now. And as long as I persevere in trying to do that, I don't think I can go wrong. I believe I can't go wrong if I just continue to go about that path. Amen. So, um, I've learned to uh, try to relate a verse to my testimony since I've been in school at Teen Challenge. And uh, just last week, I learned uh, Philippians 4.13, and it says, through Christ Jesus, I can do anything. He who strengthens me. Amen. Praise God, Joel. Thank you. One of, one of the privileges we have right now is to have someone in Teen Challenge who's 17 years old. <laughs> and, we, he, and, and David's a riot, man. We, he's, uh, and, and I glanced over this morning, and he was worshiping. Hallelujah. 
And uh, David, God's done something in your life. Yeah. Um, let me let me just share because because yeah. uh, his parents were so anxious to invest in their son's life that his dad flew with him from Florida to come get him into Teen Challenge. All right, I'll let you talk now. Um, I'm David. I'm from Jersey. Um, I moved to Florida a couple months before I came into Teen Challenge, and um, I was I was not doing some good stuff over there. So, um, yeah, I came here, and I didn't want to come at first, but uh, God changed that for me. Um, he changed my life completely, you know, um, restored me and my family. My relationship with my father and my mother has been restored, and, um, you know, it's just been um, it's been a little hard, you know, along the way, but the verse that I stand on is James 1, 2 through 4. It's, um, dear brothers and sisters, when um, troubles come your way, um, consider it a chance to for great joy for when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow, so let it grow, for when it is fully developed, you'll be perfect and complete, needing nothing. Yeah, that's about it. Praise God, wow. That's exciting that the guys are learning the word, you know, and they can use the word. Hallelujah. It's not a sword that's dull. It's sharp and it's living, and they're using it. Praise God. Hey, Brian, step up. We were talking, you know, uh, between services, and you mentioned, like, some people look down on some guys that seek help because they think they're down and outers, but there's also up and outers. Um, I'm Brian. I'm from uh, originally from Schenectady, New York, right outside of Albany, a small town called Rotterdam. If anybody's ever been there, um, I am the. And there's a few other gentlemen that are here that are also the same thing. I am the guy that was afforded everything in life. Okay, I was the uh, scholastic star, full scholarships to college, six years of college degree. I was an educator and a teacher. I don't have a family that has dived into addiction. My parents have been married for over 50 years. I have a brother who's a lawyer and a younger sister who's a guidance counselor. And uh, so what happened to me? Curiosity. Too much of it. And uh, I spent the majority of my teenage life trying to fit in with others. Even though I was in the papers for all my scholastic and sports and academic stuff, inside, I was extremely, extremely alone and did not know how to communicate that to others. And as a result of that, I went from being in the papers for all those wonderful things as a, till the age of 21 to being in the papers for arrests. I've been to prison. I've been to jail for things. And... Uh, so again, I, uh, I got saved 10 years ago down south. And uh, my story is a lot like Jacob's. I love wrestling with God, okay? I got thorns in my side and, uh, because I always run away from them because I want to be prideful. That's my big problem. My big problem is pride. And now it's turned into self-pity because of how far down the scale I have came from where I used to be in my life and where my family is from. You know, so it is very, very hard to watch people who don't understand addiction or doesn't touch their own families or their relatives because they think that we're homelessness. We're bottom of the barrel people who didn't know any better that we never had a chance, but that's not the correct thing. 
and that's uh, it's been very very difficult for me. My scripture uh, is I have to stay humble. Humility is a really tough thing for me, and uh, so my favorite story of the Bible is Job. He loves to you know complain and why is this happening? Why is that happening? I'm the same way. So it's 42, one through three, and it goes something paraphrased to the verses. Who am I to deny your providence? I knew not what I was talking about, for you are God. Right? Because that's, yeah, that's, that's the struggle that I have. Amen. Thank you, Brian. We, we sang it this morning, but our identity is so important. Our identity is in Jesus. I am a child of God. And it's important, the voices that we listen to all the time. It doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are, if you've got to listen to the right voice, curiosity can take you the wrong way. That voice can take you the wrong way. We need to know God's word. We need to hide it in our hearts so we will not sin against him. Amen. All right, Max. Oh, I, I'm sorry. You got sunburned. <laughs> Amen. All right. Hi, I'm Mac. I'm originally from Maine, but I moved to Rochester about a year and a half ago. That's where I found my church family at. I've been struggling with addiction for 12 years, in and out, uh, in and out of rehab, secular rehabs, and um, I did find the church in Rochester a year ago, and I started getting into music ministry with them. The one thing I was lacking was I didn't know what it actually meant to serve God, because I was on the music ministry, but I was still smoking cigarettes. I'd still go out for occasional drinks. Before I know it, I'm out there buying drugs, and it just wasn't living a life worthy of Christ. So. One thing I'm learning at Teen Challenge is learning how to serve God and what it means to serve God, you know, and um, right now I'm feeling different things on me. I've been um, been here for six weeks and um, I've already have, I'm already headed in a direction where I feel like the Lord's leading me, so praise God. And uh, the scripture I was standing on, is, is, unfortunately, it was fortunately the same one as his. My grandmother wrote it in my Bible when I was young, Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. And that includes drug addiction, right? Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Mac, Mac is our assistant cook, and um, our cook is the next guy here, Foster. Yeah, I'm a Foster from Virginia. I've been here a little over seven months. Uh, I came to know the Lord back in 1981, but I went my own way. Every time I hit rock bottom, he picked me back up, saved me from death. Set your affections on the things above and not of this earth. Colossians 3, verse 2. That's all I got to say. <laughs> well, Foster's a military guy, and uh, he, he gives it right to you. And um, he, uh, we appreciate your service, Foster. So, and uh, amen. Now, John just came in, what, Friday, right, John? Just came in the program Friday, so you don't have a lot to say. I know it's okay. Just. Hi, I'm John. I'm from uh, Lee Center, New York. It's just outside of Rome. And uh, for about the last, like, 10 or 12 years, I've been living, like, a wildlife and doing nothing right. And uh, three years ago, I had a son, and I continued. I actually got worse after he was born. Like, I thought it would be turn turn me around, and it made me kind of worse. And... Uh, I got in a really bad accident a couple weeks ago, and my family thought it was the best that I came here, and I'm just keeping an open mind and giving it a chance because this is all new to me. And that's all. Good job. Praise God. 
So that's why I want, you know, at the end, you know, choose someone to pray for and introduce yourself. We will do that again, Pastor, right? So, all right, step up here, Nick. So I want people to um, be able to, well, this, Nick graduated our program. That's one of the great things about having our own program in Syracuse, the full program, is that the guys, uh, we don't send our best guys to Pennsylvania all the time, the second phase. They're right here. And, and uh, Nick is uh, graduating now. He's helping us out. He's working with us. He's working with the staff. He's involved in our extended training volunteer program. He's helping to teach classes. I'm reading your resume, Nick. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but um, why don't you share, because the Lord's done some wonderful things in your life. Yeah, God's been really good. Um, you know, I got to Teen Challenge in September of last year. And, you know, before I got to Teen Challenge, I was... I was running from the Lord. I was broken in every area of my life. But the crazy part about it was is I was completely content with it. Um, you know, I would just I would just use, you know, whatever I was using to get me up to the level where I was okay to put on a smile and act like everything was okay that day. And unfortunately, it got to the point where I really wasn't accepting of that being the rest of my life, you know. And, you know, running from the Lord but still being in church, you know, I was really having a difficult time, you know, coming to you know, the full, you know, the full terms of how am I going to get through this? You know, I, I was in the church. I thought that I had the, the entire solution at my hand. But the thing that I was lacking was a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And that's what I've been able to obtain here at Syracuse Adult and Teen Challenge. And, you know, I graduated last month and now I'm staying on for another year because, you know, I'm accepting of the fact that I need more time with the Lord. And, you know, and he's got a lot more to work on me through you know, this next year, and, you know, I'm just being really blessed with all the guys and just teaching class and everything like that. The Lord's allowed me to, you know, deepen my knowledge and my understanding of him and then impart that to others, so I'm really blessed there. Now, the verse that I stand on is Psalms 1-3, you know, for those who listen to the counsel of the godly, they will be like a tree planted alongside the river. They will give fruit in their due season, and their, their leaf will not wither, and whatever they do will prosper, so... What a great verse. Amen. All right, step right up here, Jake. So, so uh, my name is Jacob. Um, I'm from California. Um, I've actually been back in the program about a month now. Um, I was here for a couple months, but I had some uh, legal issues that I had to take care of. Um, but my story, I mean, I grew up um, in, in a Catholic church. You know what I mean? I never really took it seriously, though, like, but I did my first Holy Communion and Confirmation, but I was like the kid that showed up, you know, messed up for my confirmation and just just kept running, you know what I mean? Kept running, making mistakes, doing good for a while, making some more mistakes. And, um, you know, this last time around, you know, I, I'd, I'd given a lot of my time away to the, uh, to the system, wasted a lot of my years that way, and... Um, I, I made some really bad decisions when I came out here and I started going ahead in that direction again. Um, but luckily enough, my, my fiance, she stuck by my side the whole time. And, um, you know, I, I, like I said, I'd gotten into some trouble out here and uh, she looked up a few places and she told me about Teen Challenge and right away I said, you know, that's the place I wanna go to because of all the things that I've done before, um, like I knew of God, I just, I didn't really have that personal relationship with him, and that's what I came here to do. So, and it's so far, it's going great. Have you learned any verses? Yeah, um, yeah uh, 
verse that stands out to me right now is uh, Deuteronomy 4.9. Um, Take heed to thyself and diligently keep thyself, lest you forget the things your eyes have seen, unless they depart from your heart all the days of your life, and teach them to your children and your grandchildren. Amen. Praise God. Wow. What a great... We got some great verses today. Hallelujah. Amen. All right, Jerry, talk to us. Hey, I'm Jerry. I'm from Bath, New York, down in the southern tier. Before I came to um, Teen Challenge, I was been battling addiction since I was 15 of alcoholism. That's been 32 years. I'm almost 50 now. But uh, lost everything. Lost my house. Lost my job. Lost my marriage. Was out on the streets in Rochester, homeless, sleeping. Not a care in the world. No hope. And a uh, person led me to uh, Teen Challenge. Since I've been at Teen Challenge, my life's changed drastically. I mean, God's moving in my life drastically. I mean, um, I feel a sense of peace. Big weight's been lifted off my back. Um, in the near future here, we're going to be starting up a street ministry here in Syracuse. Um, we're going to be ministering at the nursing home. i got a good group of guys with me that are going to do it. And we're going to be working with the Syracuse VA. Um, kind of excited to do it. Um, and the verse I stand firm on is, uh, let's see, Romans 6, 23. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Hmm. Amen. Thanks, Jerry. Jerry, Jerry mentioned, um, well, he didn't mention that he left the program at one point, and um, after two weeks, he realized he made a big mistake, and he came back. Praise God. Um, you know, guys do leave the program sometimes, and that's why prayer is so important, is that we intercede and stand in the gap, and, um, you know, so uh, we, and, you know, I was glancing through here. We have some of our mentors that are here today, and if you would stand up, just that we want to thank you guys for being mentors. Uh, Dennis, come on. Who, uh, yes. Yeah, thank you. All right. And... One of the great things about mentoring uh, is that it's only one hour once a week, unless you want to do more. But, um, you know, that's, that's good, you know, is that you can make, uh, you can do something to help someone, and you can be a part. And um, I just want to read, one of the great things about our program uh, is that it's faith-based, and because of that, there's hope. And so... There's been so many kids dying of addiction. We see it in the paper all the time. You hear, I mean, just in the last few years, uh, statistics came out in last Sunday's paper. I don't know if or it was either one or two Sundays ago. And Onondaga County is down, but still very high for, for, the, for the number of um, uh, deaths. And uh, so I wrote a track. It was the first track I ever wrote. I said, I got it. The Lord gave it to me. Uh, it's called Hope for Addicts. We have some on the back table. But when you mentioned hope, I just wanted to read real quick uh, the track just on the front cover because it's very short. The medicine we offer, and medicine is taken from Proverbs 4, 20. So we put the, ver we put the Bible reference, and you can go look it up. But um, the medicine we offer makes you clean. 1 John 1, 1.9, all right? If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to cleanse us, forgive us, and cleanse us, makes you clean. Number two, makes you a new person. Hallelujah. 
John 3, 3, must be born again, you know, and become a new person. You're born again. Hallelujah. A new person. And the third thing is John, uh, I think it's 18, can, I can't read that, even with my glasses, <laughs> I can't see it. All right. It looks like John 18. John 1836. John, all right, John 1836. All right, so it makes you clean, makes you a new person. And the third thing, this medicine is out of this world. It's not of this world. Hallelujah. So we have tracks for you. Uh, on the back table, we have some other things I'll mention later, but I just wanted to share that, Jerry. When you said hope, I said, man, this that's so great is that we offer hope. I like what one of our guys said one time. He says, I used to be a drug addict without any hope. Now I'm a hope addict without any drugs. <laughs> Hallelujah. He said it all right there. All right, Richard, talk to us, Rich. All right, uh, my name is Richard. Um, I'm from Connecticut. I've been in the program for 13 months. Uh, pretty much right before I came here, I was just completely hopeless, you know. Uh, I lost everything due to my addiction. Uh, I lost uh, my family, uh, my girl. I lost my unborn child. And, uh, you know, that just really set me off, you know. And uh, how I heard uh, about Teen Challenge is actually kind of funny. My mom actually went to school with uh, our CEO, uh, Pastor Willie Ramos. And she uh, went to school with a director in Long Island, Gilbert Garcia. And I took that almost like as a sign from God right there, you know, just to go. And at the time, you know, I. I had nothing to lose, so, you know, I went in there, and it's funny, I, I went to go there, and they're like, yeah, you know, we're just going to go check it out, see how it is, and when I went there, they're like, yeah, actually, you should just stay, so I, I ended up staying, and I've been here 13 months, um, you know, God, God really restored me, man, you know, I was broken, I was very self-conscious about myself, you know, he gave me a lot of strength to even stick it out here for 13 months, and even to stand in front of here and talk to you guys, not be nervous or nothing, you know? Even little stuff like that, he helped me. And, um, you know, I'm just grateful for everybody here, all the leaders, all the grace that's here, all the brothers that I've met. You know, we all, uh, we all come from different backgrounds, you know? We all have different testimonies, but we all share that same darkness, you know? So, uh, you know, I just give all the praise to them, to, to God. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I do, but I, like, don't know it by heart, though. Uh, it's going to be very paraphrased. It's 2 Corinthians 4, 16 through 18. Uh, this is why we never give up. Though our bodies are dying, our spirits being renewed every day. Uh, yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> All right, okay. right we've got to work on that, Rich. Okay. All right. So, so just to fill in the blanks here. So Rich went in the program in Long Island. Right? And then they noticed a few weeks ago that it would benefit him if he came to Syracuse for a short time. No, you were in Albany too. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Been the block. All right. So he's been all over. Okay. Uh, but um, uh, the guys from Long Island, so Willie Ramos is our uh, new CEO, executive director of the program. And he was at our banquet last year, and our banquet's coming up. It's right after New Hope, October 1st. We got guys going, Pastor Doug. And I so appreciate, I got to say this publicly, I so appreciate Pastor Doug, not afraid to be on the New Hope board. You still on the board? Okay. <laughs> All right. 
and, you know, taking a stand for life. I mean, so many people don't want to, oh, abortion, oh, 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 you know. Uh, you know, and, and uh, so I appreciate that, and I think let's give it up for Pastor Doug. So, amen. When, when I look around at the New Hope Banquet, I try to find all the pastors, and there's only a handful, but Pastor Doug's there. Hallelujah. So I'm, I'm blessed to see that. All right, Jose, step up. So, so uh, Jose just spent the last week, uh, you got a nice tan, Jose. Uh, he spent the last week down in Long Island for the Hoop Challenge outreach that they do every year. And we sent five guys, and Jose was one of the five guys. Uh, but why don't you share what the Lord's doing for you? Sure. My name's Jose. Um, I'm going to hold that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess I just, uh, I know what happens sometimes. So. <clears throat> um, my name's Jose. I'm from... Patterson, New Jersey. Um, I was a, uh, you know, I was living a wrong life. And, um, and you knew it was wrong because your parents were in the ministry, right? Yeah, my mom's a speaker, uh, missionary slash pastor. And, um, you know, and I was doing the wrong things, running around. And um, I got into some trouble with the law and I was facing... 10 years in uh, upstate prison and um and god delivered me from that and he um he uh he taught me to trust in him um you know i um, was doing some bad things and god said he'll fight my battles for me so you know that's what he did and um i'm here in teen challenge for at least two years and um but the verse that i stand on is uh Ephesians 2.10, um, we are God's masterpiece to, created to do good works in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Good, Jose. Thank you. All right. All right, Zach. Uh, how you guys doing? My name is Zachary. I'm from Philadelphia. I've been in the program nine months. Um, I'm not going to get into what brought me here because Apostle Paul said, when I became a man, I put away childish things. So, Doesn't he sound like he's from Pennsylvania or somewhere? I don't know. So, yeah, the Lord's been doing a lot, and I can't wait to stay on the team here and help with the ministry. My verse is Romans 8.18. For I consider the present times that the suffering is not worthy to be compared to the glory that will be revealed in us. Amen. 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 Praise God. Thank you, Zach. All right, so... Uh, Dana led the team to Hoop Challenge and uh, drove the vehicle. He's a graduate of the program. So wonderful to have graduates that stay with us. Oh, hallelujah, you know. But Dana, sure, sure what the Lord's doing. All right, so I'm Dana. I'm from uh, Massachusetts. I'm 26. Before coming to the program, I was just living in complete darkness. That darkness led to my house getting raided, me going to jail. Um, I got released from jail to Teen Challenge, which I used just as a scapegoat to get out of jail. And uh, But, you know, God met me where I was at, and he's teaching me that um, the things I've done doesn't define who I am, and that in Christ I'm a new creation. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Um, Dana drove us here, drove the guys here today, as did Nick. So uh, thank you, Nick, and thank you, Dana, for staying on to serve. I mean, he, they don't have to. 
they graduate the program, they can leave, but they stay on to serve. Isn't that nice? Hallelujah. Praise God. Hi, guys. Uh, my name's Christian, and uh, I've been in Teen Challenge for a pretty long time. I'm actually in the restoration program. I started in uh, January 9th of 2016, graduated in November, and um, I came back in April to, due to uh, some falls and talking to my pastor and my father, but uh, I really just want to talk a little bit about what God's doing in my life. So uh, my, my whole family's fireman. It was my dream to become a fireman in uh, New York City on the FDNY, and I had some charges and stuff, felonies and you can't take the test. God wiped that away through being in the program. Uh, you know, being intelligent but never going to school, I never really showed up for tests or studied for anything, and uh, I got my test results uh, about three days ago, and I scored a 94. So uh, I'm number 1,700 on the list out of 40,000 guys, so I qualified for the uh, next step of the testing, which will be the physical. Um, I'm also planning to sign on to the Teen Challenge in Raresburg, Pennsylvania for a six-month commitment, the one that I graduated from. Um, I have a six-year-old daughter who's dying for me to come home, so, uh, you know, it's been a long road. Addiction took over my life, but God gave it back, and uh Unfortunately, I have to be difficult and give you guys two verses because they're both really, really important. The first uh, scripture that ever spoke to me in the Bible was uh, Psalms 18, verses 17 through 20. Uh, he rescued me from my enemy that was too strong. They confronted me in the day of my calamity, but he brought me out into a spacious place. He rescued me because he delighted in me. He rewarded me due to my righteousness, due to my cleansiness of my hands. He recompensed me. And then the one that I'm using now to get through every day is Galatians 2.20. I have crucified myself with him. It is no longer I who live, but he who lives in me. And the flesh that I now live, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Amen. Great verses. Praise God. So um, we have a very, we have a lot of, I know a few people, so that's nice, but um, one, of, one of my favorite people is here this morning. He's our neighbor. They're our neighbor. And uh, they brought their two granddaughters with them, Nugent and his wife. Nugent lives two blocks from Teen Challenge. We get the first tomatoes of the season. He blesses us. Come on, stand up, Nugent, and your family. Stand up. We just appreciate them. Nugent and, and his wife, have uh, I've known him for probably 20 years since you moved in the city. We connected right away, and they're only two blocks from us, so it's great. We're, uh, uh, even when his apples come in, the last few years they've been wormy, and they didn't come in good. But, uh, but his apple tree, we loved the apples when they came in good. So, uh, Okay, so um, we also uh, at our table have... Um, a little bit about our banquet that's coming up. We didn't know at the time we printed this who our guest speaker is, but our guest speaker is going to be, we can't match last year. That was um, Daryl Strawberry. We couldn't match that. They could, we were trying to get the, uh, the pitcher, who's the closer, uh, Romero, Rivera. Yeah, we tried to get him, and uh, he was booked. So, um, But after prayer, our speaker is going to be someone who was here 
uh, speaking at, at our banquet, one of our banquets um, about 25 or 26 years ago, and people came up to me after the banquet said, can he come again next year? He was so good. We, and other people said, he was so good, I could listen to him all night. And so our guest speaker this year is going to be the founder of Long Island Teen Challenge, the one and only, the dynamic Jimmy Jack. Right? And he's, his testimony will blow you away. I mean, his life and what God did. I mean, God had his hand on his life. I mean, you know, you can see, if we look at our lives, God has his hand on, his, on our lives. And we can see that, all right? And, uh, and, and you'll, you'll be blessed if you're able to make that. Um, and that's, uh, well, get the card. It'll tell you, October 25th. So, um, Pastor, we love being here. You know, we, uh, our guys love. And, and maybe in the future, when I get my choir kicked back up, uh -huh. <laughs> um, we'll, we're going to come, we'd like to come and sing a medley of songs, Pentecostal songs. That would fit here. From the, from the uh, hymn book. Okay. <laughs> that would still fit here. Okay. All right. That would fit here. Amen. Um, there's something that's refreshing about knowing that God can do anything. You know, we hear testimonies and we read of them, but I'm so thankful. I'm thankful for you as a church, the investment that you make and the missions giving that we are able to support Teen Challenge and, and being able to put a face and names together. Um, I'm going to ask in just a moment, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pray, and then I want each of you, if you could, to come up and introduce yourself to one person, and I want you to remember their name because I want you to pray for them every day for the next month. And so they've given a quick, brief highlight of maybe what has brought them here and what God is doing, but I am certain that as somebody was speaking, you were, there was a connection just of your heart, and I want you to follow through on that and come up and introduce yourself, learn their name, and so they know that for the next 30 days, there's somebody that is praying for them from Grace Assembly every day. Would you stand with me, please? Hey, Pastor, I, just, yeah. I have two questions. Okay. I, I have two questions. I just okay. want to leave with the congregation. Okay. All right. Are these guys worth saving? Amen. And are they worth investing in? Yes. Amen. Yes. Since they're all taller than me, I'm going to stand up here. <laughs> Heavenly Father, what a magnificent Redeemer Amen. you are. You take the years that the locust has eaten and you restore take hopes and dreams of young boys that may have been destroyed by their own passions and you begin to put their lives back together. And today, every word out of their mouth was to point to you and say, you alone are my God and you alone are my Savior and you alone are my hope. And every one of those verses was proclaimed as a sermon that sits deep within our heart and thankful for all that you do. I ask, Lord God, your touch upon each one of these men and their families and those that encouraged them in moments when they were down. And I ask, Lord, that you would place your hand upon them and an anointing upon them, that their story will not be one of destruction but will be one of restoration, and they will point to you as their hope. 
And Lord, we are so honored and thankful to be able to participate with and partner with this ministry and ask that you would add to your blessing upon them and your provision upon them because we recognize that there are hundreds and hundreds of others that need to come to meet you through Teen Challenge. And we ask your blessing upon them. Lord, our vision statement is that locally to globally we pursue every heart. And Father, you know the condition of every heart and we will pursue them with you and through you. Because when you get a hold of a heart, you change it. And it looks more like you. And so, Father, we love these men, we love this ministry, and we thank you for the ability to partner with them. And now, Father, as we conclude this service, I ask that you would make a connection with different men, with different people from our congregation that for the next 30 days they will know that they are living underneath the canopy of a prayer blessing and that you would begin to do a work within their heart as well as those of us who will be praying with them. And we pray this in Jesus' name, and everyone said, Amen. Amen.